You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. And tonight, we are... Hey Queens, what's going on? It is Josh here and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast for another awesome week of your sixth musical related content brought right, right to your earbuds. Uh, and this episode is an exciting one, uh, as all our episodes are, and I say pretty much every week. Uh, we are heading to our last cast. We have ticked every cast off so far, guys. Whoa. That's crazy. Uh, Becca Wicks is joining us from Bliss 2.0, and she is the Catherine Howard out there. And uh, yeah, we have an amazing chat this week, and I can't wait to get stuck in. So without further ado, you know what time it is, Queens. As always, it is time to get down. Here we go. I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get Just kind of loosen things up. Um, yeah. And then we just get stuck in and have a chat about anything and everything. Um, feel free to run with things as long as you want to, as short as you want to. Um, it is all up to you. I'm just going to try and make my computer run as fast as possible because I've got a million windows open. I'm just going to plug my charger in as well, just so I don't lose. That is all so good. I am used to dealing with technical malfunctions, people dropping out. I had someone's internet completely cut off on them the other day. Oh, no. <laughs> it's good fun. Okay. Also, right. I am absolutely obsessed with your collection of playbills behind oh, you. Thanks. It's, yeah, so it's three tall and then runs all... Oh, I just lost Oh, my God. That's mad. Yes. Uh, I just lost it on my screen. Just give me a second. I have now just unplugged myself. Okay, I've got you there. <laughs> Come on. Reconnect. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come back to me. All right, we're up and running. Cool. Uh, sorry, my whole <laughs> computer just froze and I was like, oh, no, not you're now. Fine. All right, let's get stuck in. We've hit record. Let's get a rolling, hey? Hey, Queens, and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. I am here with the amazing Becca Wicks from Bliss 2.0. Hey, Beck, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am fabulous. Guys, this is a milestone. Uh, Becca ticks off the complete kind of 
I'm going to call it Casto. It's like bingo, but we've hit every professional cast. We just need somebody from the uh, the OG like school performance, and, and we're set. Um, so Becca, you, you're ticking off all the boxes. I am honoured to be here. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. So first of all, if you could have any animal as a pet, what would it be? Oh, a chimpanzee. Oh, yes. I love That's them. So... I just want to cuddle them. They're so cute. I either that or a monkey, just some form of just because yeah, they just oh. like an orangutan, a monkey, anything like that. Yeah, I'd love. Sign <laughs> me up, or we go tiny and get a meerkat. That would be my only alternative there. <laughs> <laughs> um, beach or bed? Beach, always, always beach. <laughs> Tacos or so br- what I would do right now. So I say that again. Go. No, so what I would do right now is be down on a beach with a cocktail in my hand. Honestly, not a care in the world. Instead, we're all in bed, so. Right. <laughs> Complete opposite of where we want to be right now. I know. <laughs> um, tacos or burritos? Tacos. Oh, that was a hard one. Yeah. I couldn't even answer that one myself. It depends on what I'm feeling on the day. Um, speaking of cocktails, what's your go-to drink on a night out? Go-to drink. I'm a Jack Daniels and Diet Coke kind of girl. Yes. I love okay. whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I love That's that. always everyone. Everyone's always like, "What whiskey?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Whiskey and bourbon. Let's let's yeah, roll. I love it. Yes. That's what all right. About. Now let's get into talking why we're actually here, and that is the wonderful thing called musical theatre and six. Um, what was your introduction to musical theatre? How did you get into performing and being on stage? Um, so I kind of have a very cliche story. I've faced, I've just always done it. Um, since I was about five or six, um, I've always had a massive interest for it. Um, and I started going to a musical theatre school from a very, very young age, uh, a Saturday school. And then it kind of just grew from there. So when I was young, I went to musical theatre school on the weekends and then that progressed into dance classes throughout the week. So I used to go to dance class Monday to Friday as well. Uh, and then as I went through school, those were the subjects that I chose to study at school. And then after school, I went to university. Uh, so I did a three-year musical theatre programme, uh, a, a degree, I mean. And then, yeah, so it's kind of been something I've always done. There's just, for me, there's never really, I should have a backup. But <laughs> I've just never, like, had time to, I've just never wanted to do anything else. I think, it's, but it's weird, though, because, like, no, nobody in my family comes from that background, like, I don't have anyone in my family who's also a performer. It's kind of yeah. just me. I don't really know where it came from. I think, I don't know, it's just, it's always been something I've just had a massive passion for from such a young age. And where I've got like the most like supportive parents, they just, they just let me do whatever class I wanted to take. And, yeah. and it kind of just grew from there. Yeah. So that it's, is it's been, amazing. It's been my life. <laughs> yeah that's so cool um before we jump into six and i mentioned this when we were setting up this episode i want to touch on another show that you're in and if you guys follow back on uh instagram you will have 100 percent seen pictures of this character and this is scaramouche <laughs> from we will rock you um we will rock you holds a special place in my heart it was one of the first shows i did as a performer um as well so talk to me about scara and your experience with uh we will rock you Oh, so We Will Rock You was my first job out of college. Um, so I, I left I left college in the July and then I booked this job in the, the September time. So this was like, this was really, this was like really fresh out of college week. Sorry, my WhatsApp just went off. Um, 
and this like uh, for, for me like the, the most the biggest learning experience I've ever had was we were what you I think everyone's first job um is always where you learn the most about like who you are as a performer who you are as a person like how you how you like uh, hold yourself in a room how you work with like creatives and that um and for me like Scarrow was a dream role for me when I was a, a young girl so being able to book this job was it was it really was a dream come true um and I had the most rewarding year performing her she is honestly the funniest most amazing yeah. gorgeous character to play like there's so much you can do with Scara and you know she she's so lovable like even though yeah. she's got this like this vibe, <laughs> this feisty side to her she is so lovable and I think she's yeah she was just she was so exciting to play and the audience always love her like they love her little one-liners yeah. like, <laughs> she's so witty she's always on the ball and um and yeah, the guy who who played my Galileo, like when we was acting on stage and that, it was it was it was like we was just talking in real life. Like that's yeah. how like our conversations went. And yeah, it was just it was so natural and it was just it was yeah, it was an amazing show to be in. And I'm so grateful to have had that opportunity. So grateful. That is yeah. so cool. I, I've I've got another friend that played Scara on the Australian tour down here. Um, and she came to see our amateur production. Um, on our opening night which was so sick to have her there so um, yeah Scara holds a special place in my heart and so does We Were Rocky it's just a fantastic fantastic show it, is. Um, it really is it really really is here's something I want to pitch to you as a professional is there mm. a difference between doing a jukebox musical and an original score like going from We Were Rocky to Six um, is it different learning the show when you know the songs compared to needing to learn the songs that's a hard one because whenever I whenever I go into into learning a show like into the rehearsal process I try so hard to to steer clear from what the recording sound like so with any show you you can listen to the recordings you can listen to the soundtracks yeah but especially with jukebox musicals I, you have to really try and detach yourself from what you already know and kind of yeah. go in with like a fr with a fresh mindset and just let the let the musical director teach you the way that is like is wanted to be is wanted to be taught and like yeah. intended to be taught and sometimes that is hard when especially i've i've grown up listening to queen yeah so like when you go into uh, as many people have and when you go into that rehearsal room you've got such a fixated brain on what you think the song is is meant to sound like yeah um you just you just have to be really open and really relaxed with just like trusting that you know it's you're gonna you're gonna learn new things along the way things are gonna things are gonna change um but I think as I said I think that's the same with any show because uh, every recording is so easy to listen to these days like you can get any soundtrack of any show yeah. so you just have to like be really cautious of, of detaching yourself from what you think it what you think it should sound like to what it actually needs needs to sound like if you and know what I mean. that's really important with we were rocky too because the songs some of the songs were rewritten for the show and yeah. have different yeah. lyrics and completely they different were, meanings so example, radio gaga like some of the words in that are changed oh, uh, that screwed with my head trying to learn those I know, I know. so different to the original i was actually listening to radio gaga the other day and i started singing along to it and i was like wait why, Wait, why is it the like, no, no, no. like he's not like it's fine it's me yeah <laughs> amazing um so let's shift from rocking out to rocking out uh with mm. 
six. Uh, what was your introduction to this show? How did you find out about it? So I actually, when I was doing Rock You, um, the, the soundtrack for six got released, but it was only when they released Ex-Wives. So it was just one one track. And I I would listen to it on Spotify. One of my uh, uni friends texted me and was like, Beck, have you heard the, the new uh, song from six? I was like, no, I haven't. So I listened to it and I was like, oh, <laughs> I want to do this. And I was literally waiting and waiting for the whole soundtrack to be released. And when it did, I was up. Like, I was obsessed obsessed and I was like I have to be in this musical like this is incredible yeah um so when I when I got home from from Rock You I, I was I remember I was, I was sitting at my I was sitting at my table I was doing some admin work and I saw an email come up and it was like audition for six and I was like oh, oh my god oh my god oh my god the moment's come the moment's come um so so I had that and then so yeah I kind of I kind of was like obsessed the show right from the outset and and then yeah I was very lucky to get an audition for it and then it went from there and then the next thing I knew I I'd, I'd been offered the part and I was like what is going on like how has this happened um yeah. but yeah who yeah. listening to the recording and geeking out over the recording for a while who were you most drawn to who did you want to play was were you always a Howard See, no I I I never saw myself as a Howard initially like um I was I was and still am obsessed with Cleves. I think she's just the most fierce, most powerful like woman ever. And I cannot explain to you the feeling on stage when you're doing get down. Yeah. And you walk forward and you say woof. Like honestly, <laughs> that moment will never get old. I feel like the baddest person ever. Like I love it. I absolutely love it. So she, when I initially listened to that to the whole soundtrack, her song stood out the most for me, just because there's just even like that simple like baseline at the beginning. It just yeah, it just gets me going. I'm like, oh, I'm ready for this. I'm ready. I'd, yeah, it's it. The whole soundtrack's incredible, but. The one that really stood out to me was Get Down. There we go. That's cool. Um, yeah. What was it like after getting the call? Uh, actually, let's go into the call. So what do you still remember the moment that you got the call saying, yeah, hey, you're a queen now. Congratulations. <laughs> I, was, I was actually, so I, when I'm not um, performing, I, I teach musical theatre and I was on my way to teach um, a class of four to seven-year-olds. And I remember yeah. I pulled up in the park, my agent rang me and I saw the call come through in my heart because I, I was, I knew I was, I was awaiting the call to see if I got it or not. Um, always, can you hear me? It says my internet connection is unstable. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah I can, can still hear you. Yeah, it's all good. We've got red bars, so we might drop out for a little bit, but it's okay. all good. Keep going. Um, yeah, so I was in and I saw the call come through and I was like, oh, this is, this is the moment I'm waiting for. This is what I'm waiting for. And, and I answered and he was like, hey, Becca, um, just an update. And he was like, so I was just wondering, like, if you could play any queen, who would you want to play? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, wouldn't you be Catherine Howard? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, what would you say if you got off in it? And I was like, Don't, I was like, stop messing with me. What's going on? And he was like, you've been off in it. And I was like, ah! And I started and like immediately started crying, and I was like, I literally have to go and teach this class of babies right now, like with tears streaming down my face. 
And I walked in and like all of my kids, like when I put the phones down and I went to set up the class and all my kids came in and they was like, Becca, why are you crying? I was like, I'm not crying, like, I'm just so happy. And they was like, what's going on? And I had to teach an entire two hour class, just like ecstatic inside, like screaming at all these kids because I was so excited. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so yeah, that was that moment. <laughs> so going into rehearsals, did you know any of the other girls that you were going to be sharing the thrones with? So quite a few of them I'd met in the audition process. Um, so yeah, who? So in in the last uh, rounds of of the auditions, you have like workshop sessions. So we kind of all saw we kind of all saw each other, yeah. um, but like nobody really knew each other that well at the moment. Apart from I kept in contact after the audition with Lucy, who plays Berlin in our cast. Yeah. Um, and we was messaging back and forth, like asking if any, if either of us had heard anything yet. And then obviously we both heard and we, we'd both been offered. So we'd been chatting and then we met up um, a couple of times before we actually went. Uh, so it was nice because we, we already really knew somebody like before we went. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. So we all knew of each other and like, we all knew like who, who each other was and who was playing who. Um, but we uh, immediately once rehearsal started, it's like we knew each other all our lives. Like we just, instantly gelled as a group um and like we still speak now every day like they're like sisters yeah amazing great how do you explain uh hearing the songs come together for the first time like that first sing through that you had and just hearing everyone's voices metal together it honestly is like they're like moments you'll just never forget and like in life especially when like each of us all had like a massive passion to do the show yeah so like especially when you have that desire and then when you hear like it all come into life and like when you first run like when we first ran ex-wives and sang it and did the whole number like it is so overwhelming but not in not in a in a bad way and, and obviously like such a happy way because you're like oh my god like we're actually doing this show yeah and it's such it's such a, a beautiful memory and like yeah it's amazing and we we was we was all like just counting our blessings to be there and it's just it's a it's a moment you'll never forget amazing did you guys do your rehearsals in tampa yes we did yeah, yeah. in amazing tampa so what's life like um away from home learning a show ready to go on a cruise ship it's for me like i i come from a very like family orientated home like i love i love my family so much and my friends um, so when I when I first got offered Rock You, which was the year before, and that was a year away from home, I was really apprehensive about that, and I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do a year from home. Yeah. But when you go away for such a long period of time, that the people that you're working with they become a family, yeah. and you become so reliant on them, and and of course you still miss home, and and you still miss like the the normality of things, and and like normal land life instead of like ship life. Um, you 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 do you become you become such a close unit that like you get each other through it and like even on your your down days like there is always somebody there who picks you up yeah and and if I'm being honest like there wasn't I didn't really have many times where I, I was down because I was like I'm just so grateful to be like traveling the world as part of my job performing in these amazing shows meeting all these amazing people from all around the world like I have I have friends now who live all over the shop and Although that's sad because we don't get to see each other all the time. Like it's an amazing excuses for holidays. I can you know, <laughs> go to New York and go and see my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah you just you, you do you have each other and like that's like your that's your core foundation for the for the time you're away yeah amazing i love that um so learning this show um i'm going to touch on a couple of different things um what was your favorite moment in the show to learn and put together favorite moment to learn that's a hard one i'm gonna say for me ex-wives was was my favorite to learn i think because that was the first thing we learned from the show yeah so obviously like your adrenaline is just pumping and yeah i think and because that's when obviously when each character when each queen is established um that's just a really exciting moment in the show like the opening is so powerful and like yeah. when you get the the first boom boom and like you just you, <laughs> you're and you're like oh I'm cut it's ready it's ready it's ready um so yeah that was probably my most that was probably my favorite moment in the show to learn amazing favorite choreography to learn get down <laughs> there wasn't even a second of thought there i know there's just that that, that number in specific it's just like obviously every, every number has like a different flair of choreography like there's like different different styles in every number but for get down it's just so it's like really commercial really hip-hop and it's just again it just it, it just goes back to please like it's such a fierce number and like it's just it's really, it feels really empowering to be a part of. I know that can sound quite weird, just like on a choreography basis, but the the like the the choreography is incredible from start to finish. But in that uh, specific number for me, like it's just so, it's so exciting, like performing yeah. that number every single show, and and yeah, that's yeah, that's just the choreography is spot on. Amazing. Before we go onto a deep dive with Howard. Um, what character did you find easy to connect more to or find yourself in between Scara and Howard? Oh, that's a hard one because like character wise, they're so, they're so different, yeah. but they also have a lot of, oh, that's, that's really hard. It's a weird kind of Venn diagram yeah. with the two because they have some things in common like character wise, yeah. but also they're polar opposites in other <laughs> initially i'm i'm gonna say i'm gonna say scara like that was kind of a, an immediate connection with scara um like because of like the dry wit and like her 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 sarcasm kind of like resembles really well with me that's kind of like who i am as a person and a lot of my humor comes from sarcastic witty comments yeah um and and the, that is the same with howard i mean in her monologue she does have a lot of like savage <laughs> savage <laughs> comments um but then I think with Howard, as as the process went on, and as you learn, because there's so much more to Howard than than meets the eye. Then like you, when you listen to the soundtrack, you think it's just like it's a happy pop song, like and yeah. it's you know it's all la da. But when you actually like really listen and really start to understand the character, that it is so meaningful. And I think a lot of people connect with that song more than they initially think. Like when you really listen to the lyrics, and when and like especially when you watch when you watch the show. And you see the journey that 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 Howard goes on. Yeah. And it is a really detailed journey. Like that song is a marathon. Like there is so much, so much to it. Yeah. And so yeah, for me, as as the process went on and I was learning more about Howard, I was like, wow, I actually have so much to relate to with this character, like so much to relate to, not character, queen, sorry. Um so yeah, I think with, with Scarrett it was more of an initial 
yes, I, I can I can really relate to her. Whereas with Howard, it was more of a I really enjoyed the process of Howard and learning and learning who she was, what she was about, and her yeah. journey. What was uh, something that you learned about Howard that you were either surprised with or was like, well, that is really cool? So for me, like just, I, I like to, I had really fun taking a different, so, you know, when you, when you hear about all like the, the men that she had, that she had relationships with and uh, immediately you just assume she was, you know, she, she liked to, to dabble around, but, when you actually start to to really read into it, to it and you can you can get a different take on it and it's actually re- it was really heartbreaking i mean me and franny who is the who was our director the amazing franny we had we had many talks about about howard and there there was there was this one moment in rehearsals where i actually got so upset like so so upset because like the things that Howard that, that Howard went through, they're so relevant to today, like so extremely relevant. Yeah. And people and I don't think people understand like we some of some of the exercises we did, like whilst learning all you want to do, like they were really, really intense. Yeah. But they they needed to be that level of level of intense because you to, to understand so strongly like that what she went through. And it was like it's heartbreaking. Like it is so heartbreaking. So for me, I I didn't expect to be to be that taken back by it and to be that emotion like emotional about it. Yeah. Um. So that was that was really 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 interesting and something I enjoyed very much. Really, I love. Really I love that, and you summed it up really well. I've had this discussion. We, we've had nearly every Howard from nearly every cast on here at some point, and mm-hmm. we all go into that emotional state because the I I was one of those people you definitely don't pick it up on the off the recording um like the the way that it's recorded they've done a fantastic and Jody touched on this a couple of weeks ago the way that they've recorded the show uh, the soundtrack is just so different to what the show is because you yeah. don't get that emotional depth mm-hmm. and character development properly in the soundtrack yeah. I don't think um, and I remember the first time I saw it stage, I was like, oh, okay. Me too. I, Honestly, I get this yeah. show now. <laughs> like, so let's talk about, from an acting perspective, because um, Scara has some deep moments in Wheel Rock You as well. How do you, mm-hmm. but mainly for Howard, because she had, you had to go to such an emotional kind of place to connect with some of the elements in this show. How do you draw the line in between? Um, kind of work and home so you don't kind of take it home with you dwell on it and drive yourself into kind of a hard place to work it's just something like as as an actor oh just give me a sec back if you can hear me uh, we're just gonna wait for a second clear all the airwaves and we've just gone red again just give it a sec all right you should be good to go now yeah um so yeah so as as an actor like you you do tend to use past past experiences and 
past emotions to help like enhance the, the build of your character. Um, but I just think it's it's just important to know that you can just dab into it and you don't you, you shouldn't rely on that to, to be your to be your character. Um, it should just be something that not remind you, but yeah, I, I, I guess does essentially remind you of of what of what it feels like. Um, so as I think so when you're when you're in performance, it's just it's just something you have to be aware of that you can't you can't delve into that into that past experience or something. You just have to remember what that emotion felt like. Yeah. but not read the story, but just kind of remember it. And then you can use that. Um, I think you, when you're in performance, it's kind of subconscious that like you don't, you, you wouldn't, like when you're so in the, when you're so in that, you don't, you don't really have time to think about anything else apart yeah. from, apart from who you're playing in that specific moment in time. Because otherwise you just can take yourself out of, out of this scene and you know it can not only affect your performance but it can affect everybody else's performance on stage because you're completely in a different world to what what your character is um or for this example what queen what like that your queen is in um it's important just to know that you just you have to just dab in and dab out like you can't rely on that amazing i love that that summed my question up perfectly um (laughs) so life on board a cruise ship how did you go with uh, ship life I really really did love it um you know like performing is obviously is is obviously the biggest perk of the job but also like you get to see the most amazing places and you're essentially traveling the world whilst performing in your dream show and it's like what more could you probably want like yeah it's it's, it's another life it's a complete different life um and ship life isn't for everyone um but for me personally, I loved it. Like, it was great. You're with your friends 24-7. Like, you're just literally having the best time. Um, and, like, in, in port days, like, you can get off and you can go and explore these amazing places that you go to. Um, and then when you're not getting off the ship, you're doing amazing shows. So it's, like, it's a win-win all the time. Amazing. What was the favourite port that you visited? Oh, um, favourite port I visited? This isn't really that much of an interesting, but I just personally loved it. Like I would love to live there, Boston um, in America. Ooh. Yeah, we did Boston a few times, and it's just it's just so it's so beautiful, like so so beautiful. Um, yeah, and I just really enjoyed exploring that place, and I think that's something that I would really love to live. Um, yeah, my favorite place. Shout out to all the Massachusetts. That that's yeah. definitely not where you guys are, but. Shout out to you guys for <laughs> having an amazing city. Um, so where was I going? Oh, yes, here. Um, let's talk about the the abrupt end to the contract that was coronavirus and everything that kind of led us to here. Um, yeah. what, what was it like for you guys on board? Um, it was really heartbreaking. Um, so we we had literally just got on board and we did our opening night. And then the morning after our opening night, we, we all got told that we would be sent home. And then after that, we had to do another two shows that evening. Um, and it was, just, it was just really sad because like the adrenaline you get from opening that show. And as I said earlier, like we all had such a passion for this show. Yeah. And 
you know, I, I love the girls so much and we had the most amazing time performing that show. Um, and it was just so sad that it ended so abruptly. And, but we just kept, we just had to tell ourselves that, you know, we're not the only ones going through this. This is a, a global tragedy. And yeah. so many people across the world have, have lost their jobs to this, you know, and it's affected so many people. So we just, you know, we just had to keep telling ourselves that we'll be back. Like this is, this isn't permanent. Like this is a temporary thing. And we're not the only ones experiencing some form of loss or some form of heartbreak. You know, there are a lot worse things going on. Yeah. Um, and we just had, to, we just had to keep saying to ourselves that it was, a, we had an amazing experience and it's one that we'll never forget. And it's not over. Like it's not over yet. Like we're, we're, we're going to go back. We're going to finish. We're going to finish doing the show. We just don't know when. Um, but in, in that during the time we just have to remember that we was very lucky and very fortunate to be able to be a part of you know the, the six queendom and the six community and actually have the opportunity to perform the shows that we did even though it was only four shows they're four of the most amazing shows we've ever been a part of so we just have to stay really grateful and and count ourselves lucky that we we had that opportunity given to us amazing i love that mindset that you've got and shout out uh, to sam who was your company manager am i correct Amy B, yes, she is an angel sent from above. We, I have never, ever, ever come across um, a stage manager like Sam. She is an absolute pleasure to be around, honestly. Like when we had really like long rehearsal days and we was all so tired, Sammy B would always pick everyone up, always. Um, we actually like would sing songs for her, like we would sing chants for her, like we love her. Um, but unfortunately she wasn't going to be our, our stage manager on the ship. She was, on, she was only there for rehearsals and for install. Um, but yeah, she is, she's a, an amazing, an amazing woman and we all love her. We all love her dearly. And if you don't follow the Bliss 2.0 account, please go and do it now. Because yes, go follow the Bliss 2.0. Quarantine thing that is going on over there or has been on is, is <laughs> yeah. fantastic to. That is so much fun. Um, so talk me through. You only did a couple of shows with six, but mm. this can delve into Scara as well. Um, what Do you have a set kind of pre-show routine that you go through before every show? Yeah, so I um, I have to, I kind of follow quite a, a strict one. And if I, if I miss something, I get really agitated. Are you a superstitious um, performer? Um, yeah, I, th- I think I am. Yeah. I really think I am. <laughs> um so before it's just like little things as well like I I have a specific warm-up that I do before so I warm up and then I'll go to to the group warm-up I like to do my own things because I kind of like know what my voice needs to to be vocally warm so I do that first I always have a lemon and ginger tea with a squirt of honey and I always steam I have like a little sippy cup steamer that I always I always have to do before every show (laughs) and specifically for rock you I had an order, like a very specific order of people that I would, so before every show, I always wished everybody good luck. And it was at the same time, every single show. And it was in the same order of people. And honestly, one time my friend, Charlie, um, he, he didn't, he didn't say good luck in the right order. And it freaked me out big time. I was like, oh my God, I need to start again. And I need to go around and say good luck to everyone in the, in the right order. And f- for some reason, it just, I've never, I've never done that before. Like I've never been that serious about anything, but 
I think because I literally started it from the first show and then I just kept doing it and then it became this thing that I just I couldn't not do and like if, if I started to forget I'd literally jump out of my chair and run really quickly to go say good luck to everybody um but yeah like everyone always knew it as well everyone always knew it was coming because it was literally at the exact same time before every show like the exact same time um so yeah that was quite a weird one for rock you um but yeah yeah I always like to get into my phone as well I like to give myself like five minutes just where I'm on my own I used to just sit in the corridor um so we'd have our dressing rooms and I just used to sit in the corridor outside our dressing rooms just for five minutes I just like to sit there and just not talk to anybody and just really like get into a zone I don't like to be distracted before a show I like to be really like focused um yeah yeah so that's that <laughs> talk me through seeing the pink for the first time and getting to see it all come together honestly when I first saw the pink ponytail I was like I'm dying my hair pink <laughs> right this second they put it in I was like that's it my hair is pink now I'm never being brown again <laughs> obviously I didn't die I didn't <laughs> die um but for some reason like just putting that long pony in I felt like a new woman and like <laughs> I was living in that ponytail and then when the um the costume got made and I was fitted into the costume it was just like it just didn't feel real because there's so much like personal detail that goes into each of the costumes like the costume designs and it they are genius like they are so genius and they are so specific so specific um and it honestly it was just like and then make like because we had our initial costume fit in quite a few months before we left we had it I had mine in London um and it was kind of just like a mock-up that that they make first and even just seeing the mock-up I was like oh my god this is like the amount of detail that they're putting into this is crazy um and then when and then you have quite a few costume fittings and then when the final product gets put onto you it's just like oh my god it was so beautiful and again so overwhelming like especially because you know, you see all these photos on Instagram of, of all the queens and all the queens' costumes, and they just look so beautiful. But when you're in person and when that actual costume is put onto you, it's like, oh my good god, I'm yeah. an actual queen! <laughs> <laughs> like it's an it's such an amazing feeling. It's such an amazing feeling. Um, but yeah, and I love I get to wear these um these uh, pink hoop earrings as well, and I love hoop earrings. Um, so when I got some like pink ones, I was like, oh my God, this character is me. <laughs> yeah. That is wonderful. Well, Beck, that wraps things up for us. Uh, that, Amazing. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. No, thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. I've had an abundance of fun. That was a weird way of saying that. But <laughs> you know what time it is. If you guys want to go follow Becca, scroll down hit the link down below go show her some love please do you know where to find me that is oz queendom and the queendom cast i nearly forgot my own app um and <laughs> yeah we will uh wrap things up with this last question um having things cut short um actually we've got two questions what's your favorite memory of this whole experience just meeting, meeting the girls and meet, meeting the creative team, like made friends for life, like completely made friends for life. Um, I think when it's quite an, an overwhelming thing when, when you go into a room of all women, like 
there's the whole creative team, the whole cast, everyone is 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 a woman. Um, and you know, I've I've never worked on on a on a show that involves that before. You know, as I'm guessing, probably not a lot of people have. And but honestly, that whole experience of, of working with with only women is so empowering. Oh my goodness, I've never been involved in a process before or in a room before where the women just support and love each other so much and there was no negative vibes like everyone was so positive and it was such a beautiful experience and that is something that I will take with me forever and I am so humbled and so grateful to be able to work with such beautiful inspiring women like just amazing and and that leads me into this question which I probably should have started with before that one (laughs) Um, being away from everybody and having things cut short, uh, what's the biggest thing you miss about six? I guess it's kind of the same answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, like it just like, and it's such a shame because we literally from the from the first day we all met, it was just laughter continuously, and in even and and with the creative team as well, and with Sam and with everybody who was involved, every single person got along, um, and you know it was just it was special it was such a special experience and I, I miss I miss I miss seeing the girls I miss seeing the creative team I, do, I miss performing the show I miss being surrounded by beautiful women and I, I just I miss the whole concept of it I miss everything about it um, but that also just means that when we go back it's gonna again it's gonna be so magical and it's gonna be the most amazing feeling when we all get to perform that show again yeah because where we all love it and we all miss it so much like that adrenaline that fight when we go back is gonna be so powerful i I know we're we're all buzzing we're all so excited to get back and just get back to being to to being together i i really want six to kind of stagger the returns so i can do like a world tour and see everyone's first shows because (laughs) every single one of them it's gonna be intense it's just gonna be like a we haven't we haven't actually touched on this but i'm just gonna throw it out there anyway that's i think my my another favorite thing about six is is that you can see like every single performance of six around the world and i can guarantee there'll be something majorly different about it like one thing that I I love I love is is that you're like you're encouraged to not to not follow another another queen's interpretation. Like you're really you're 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 really encouraged to, to find your own take on her and to like to bring your own essence to the queen. And that's what I enjoy. Like when you go and see all these different different performances, you're like, oh my god, I've never thought of of doing it like that. Or oh my god, that's such an interesting take on it. And I just think, again, I think that is just another thing about the show that is just so, so well done and so intelligent and, again, so beautiful. And that's, yeah. that's an even better note to wrap this episode up on right there. <laughs> Queens, please go show Becca some love. All her acts are down below. Beck, we can't wait to see you and your girls slay it back on stage. Thank um, you. We can't wait. <laughs> all this is over. Uh, and Queens, hit that subscribe button because you do not want to miss out next week with a brand new episode of the Queen of Podcast. This is where we'll be, and we will see you then. Bye,
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.